Happy Cyber Monday. You getting anything good? I haven't been on, I haven't subjected myself to the ad stream yet, but it'll inevitably be Waves plugins and uh, sound da- sample packs and uh, those actually get you. Like you you'll yeah, see them, you go, yeah. I need it. I get a new That's drum funny. machine every Thanksgiving or so, you know, some kind of yeah. software pack of a samples or something that I'm definitely going to use that I definitely don't use, you know, synth so, yeah. sa- samples I got last year. I'm going to use them, I swear. I get goofball stuff. They, they lure me in like a, like a foot massager <laughs> or so, you know, like stuff like that. That it's like, this is this 40 or $50 off. And I'm like, you know, that would feel great watching football or something on my feet, you know, but I haven't bought anything yet. I don't know if I will. I can't, I mean, I don't think I'll ever go to a black Friday thing Mm-mm. ever again. I mean, that was just like, I was, uh, well, I was visiting my family and for Thanksgiving, I'll tell you more about that in a little bit. But, uh, and I saw, did you see in North Carolina? I think it was in North Carolina. There was like a shooter and he shot at the, at a mall in North yeah. Carolina. It was like a 10 year old got shot and a couple other people, but I was just scrolling through TikTok, And all of a sudden, one of the videos was just people running in a mall and screaming and running. I was like, Whoa, this is crazy. What it, and it, and it said, uh, this live shot of this happened. I went on, uh, on a new site and immediately saw it. I was like, man, and just. The whole idea of just waiting in these crazy lines for stuff that's just all of it seems like junk to me. Is this not even really like everything seems like junk to me these days? I, I'm getting old and grizzled, and I, being around my parents and stuff, I think makes it worse, exacerbates it some. But I don't. Uh, there isn't anything that's worth anything. Well, you a watch, a TV, uh, uh, uh you know, a mixer for your food or something. Like, I don't even know, like, I can't tell the difference anymore. What I mean by it is what's the good quality stuff and the not just because it's <laughs> higher price. I think it's all made probably in China anyway, at the same factory. And one has a label. All, that you, all what? All consumer products. Everything. In every way. Every, every possible thing for sure is made <laughs> almost exclusively in another country. And then if it's not, they let you know it was made here and we're going to charge you more, which is hilarious because they're going to charge you more because they have to treat people better and pay them better here. But everybody's like, you know, I mean, I do want that iPhone to, you know, it's kind of cheaper and stuff. But I mean, what what's that? I mean, my iPhone is really expensive and it only is bad for my brain and my health. I don't, I was thinking about it this morning. First thing I woke up and I was like, oh, let me look at my phone. I was like, how else are you going to get cyber deals if you don't have an iPhone to see the deals? I just want to go live on a farm and not talk to humans anymore. Maybe I'll do this podcast, talk to you, maybe some, but I don't care about interacting. What are we talking about? Fertilizer? Yeah, it'd be fun. (laughs) How the how the how the frost hit the crops and I'm worried yeah, about yeah, them and am yeah. I gonna be able to feed the families the, yeah. like because it would matter but like yeah. all this stuff like when I see people waiting in line and trying to run over each other to get to the back of Walmart for a scooter that's thirteen dollars off I just can't I, I we live in that just uh, gives you a, a bizarro world that just makes you see humans as populations like I mean when you say stuff like that of course I'm not trying to go to any of that i don't like the crowds and lines and stuff i hate lines i don't like that kind of thing but even people who do now there's this maybe not permanent but tell me if it's a pendulum swing or permanent trend concentrations of human beings dangerous yes like is that is this a pendulum swing or a long-term 
True. I mean, it used to be where concentrations of humans kept you alive. That's how we survived and got, we, we mm -hmm. joined together and that's, how, that's why, you know, you stopped wars and stuff. So your combined resources would help people live now. Danger, danger, danger. Like I've always had the sense if I'm in a confined space with other people where I'm being controlled, I don't like that feeling. Yeah. I don't like to, to be in pr prison or Walmart no. or, or s a school where you can't move from where the exact spot you're supposed to be. What, or the line at Disneyland. They're all the same to me. Like, wait right. a minute. This doesn't seem safe. It's probably how a very young version of me would say. But then that just turned into, I hate all this crap. <laughs> it's it's, but it's but just... I never thought of it as fear. But now when I see other people avoiding crowds and stuff, I think, oh, you. it's like humans are dangerous creatures to everybody now. Like Especially it started with the virus. Like, oh, you, you see them like, right. like back up. And now if you just think, oh, a bunch of people out of state, ugh, like – Oh, they're going to get trampled by these mob of animals, or you're going to get a disease from these animals. But there's an ant right. population out there that's like, of course, you'd rather not something be around humans. And then you're saying, God, <laughs> never seen another human live on a farm. So it's a weird. I mean, that's I think that's. But I mean, it just, it just we're all fools. I'm talking Don't about me still too. Need to we're, shop, we're, though. we're just fools. We're just buying stuff that doesn't. I mean. It doesn't that's make just, things, but that's it doesn't what I'm make saying. anything that's, better. But the, that's but, what I'm it, of course it doesn't, but that's what the the the, the need is a human it's like um I mean that's what we're joking about is you need to shop. Like not but the, you need to shop. You do. That's actually true. If you think about it from a species not level. Live, not if you live out in the middle of nowhere, grow your own food, no, have your own animals. No, you hunt and gather. It, you hunt and gather, the, but you you use shop the sheep it. for your clothes. You need you need something to go Build, think make that your you can find. Arrows. No, you think you need something you need to go find and acquire no, to help that, you survive, and that's what that's shopping is. That's just that left coast modern. mentality, you yeah. That's just that left coast mentality. I'm saying shopping is <laughs> filling the hole of collecting bows and arrows and berries and things to feed your family. It's a replacement for surviving. Like, you need to go shop. Like, you need I to go collect yeah, I and do stuff. I, to me, it's more, uh, oh, yeah, we, we are empty. We have nothing. And yes. I, I, and so now we'll just do this as entertainment. Yeah, and it same doesn't thing. Even, it doesn't fulfill the need to actually gather. That's not you disagreeing with me. That's you agreeing with me. So we're in 100% alignment on that activity, being frivolous, useless, and not – satisfying or doing anything good for us it's very bad but it comes from that drive to something that the, all the animals feel like they need to go crowd around the river to get the resources or the stupid toy or the tv like it's all about it's like they're going to the oasis to get the stuff for their family is their just animalistic drive like it feels like they're getting something but they're not getting anything of value but that's what it feels like to need to shop. Like you've done something. <laughs> I just think that nothing, there's nothing super valuable and we all know it now and everything has been made as cheap as possible and continues to be cheap. And then it just, there isn't, it, and then some reason it, I feel like it makes people, the, the pe lower income people, it just, it, it makes them do things like black Friday isn't for the billionaires and the millionaires and the rich people, or it's like, here, let's get these, these people who can't probably, a lot of folks can't even afford it anyway. And we'll give them, pretend that we're giving them some deal on this thing. And it's a piece of junk. And then everybody's kind of happy about it. And I know, yeah. I know you got to have Christmas presents. I understand that our culture and the way we are. And I, I mean, I, there's been so many times, especially working at churches and stuff where you give uh, presents to schools or kids that don't have, 
Christmas presents. No, I understand all of that, but I'm just saying if everybody just said, we aren't going to buy anything and we'll just give our money to other countries, the whole world would be better and it would flow over to here, but we will never do that. We And so even all the thing, even all the comments of we should love the world and forgive and help people and mean this person, good, this person, all this stuff. I don't believe any of that either. Like everything is fake and junk words, people, toys, if we we're going to give all thing. our money to another country to help them, which one would it be? All of them. <laughs> we give I'm, a lot to China. I, that's what I'm, saying. I'm not. I'm talking about me. I ain't going to do it. I'm going to. We're. we're what are the we're other countries that need our family help. right now? Everybody, I guess. And the money wouldn't even help anyway. <laughs> I'm just saying to help, like just so it wasn't so so bad. But I'm just saying we we aren't going to do that, and that's why we'll just be separate. And United States will always just be what it is until it ends. I'm sound grimaced because just because I guess I went home and being with my family was rough, boy. It was just, I mean, I got into a yelling argument with my brother at the, with my kids were at the pool and there's a, I mean, it's just awful. I mean, we can't go to my brother's house because his house is just in such bad shape. And I was talking to him about his house and I thought we were having a conversation. All of a sudden he's yelling at me and then I'm caught off guard and then I'm defensive. And then yeah, I, yeah. and we're saying mean stuff to each other in front of my kids. And then my mom's like, uh, you know how she, uh, the, she gets in the middle of it and goes, y'all stop right now. The kid, and she's just like overly dramatic. And I want to say you, you were part of the reason behind this. Don't you understand? <laughs> I, I, I held my tongue and didn't say it, but then she says the, the most manipulating thing that always she said for a million times, if I ever question anything, she goes, uh, this is the worst Thanksgiving ever. And oh, I, was, so I, 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 mean, I was like, this is the worst. I bet I could give you a few other worst <laughs> ones lady. But anyway, and, and this, like, it was just, it was exhausting. I mean, it was exhausting. And I just, I mean, nothing. I, I just realized, I mean, there, <laughs> it, I'm not even going to go into it about some of the stuff that my mom said or my brother or my dad. I, I will maybe one day. I don't know. But it was just so awful. And I was just so frustrated. And I was like, damn it. These fuckers are me too. And I'm them. And we have the same blood, the same history. And they're fucked up because they're parents. And I mean, and, and so I had to forgive them some. So I just had, I just made this decision. Uh, the day, the night before I left, I was like, I'm never going to really ask them much about their lives ever again. I'm going to smile and nod. And when it's a lie, I'm going to go along with it when it's outrageous. And I could give two cents about how they could help themselves, not going to do it. And I'm just not going to say anything. Yeah. And because then I, because here's the thing I realized too, they never asked me, they don't give a shit. And they, all three of them think that i'm some like that they, they actually think i'm a they, for real i was joking a minute ago about you they think i'm a left coast liberal who probably is it like thinks he's the shit and that undertone <laughs> is always there and like the, everything works out my brother said i don't understand tough times he said that to my face i was like what the fuck are you talking about i said what are you talking about i, I mean my I, I don't even they don't even understand like what it's like to take care of your kids. I have three kids and a wife and, and we're trying to make all these decisions for the future. And, the, all, and I just, 
I was so dislike. In fact, I was supposed to say till Saturday, and I just said I have to leave. I said I'm, I'm going to leave on Friday morning um, and stay ahead, and I just couldn't because it was just. I mean, it was unbelievable. There was. <laughs> I mean, I. I guess this is the bonus episode, so I guess I could say this. I it would. I it, the the hailstorm that would hit me if this got out. I'm not going to say it. It doesn't matter. Anyway, just know that my family, just like yours, you listeners, everybody, yours too, Matt, is really fucked up and there's real things underneath. And I told all of them this weekend that all four of us, because I have a dad, a mom, my brother and me, that we all have pretty, there's some real serious mental issues that we all have. I did tell them this and that if those things don't change, it it only gets worse and you're going to get emptier and all this stuff. And then... And that was the last, uh, after I said that, I was like, I'm not going to say anything else. That'll be that. So that's, that's huge. And almost nobody would do that in, with the all four inclusive thing. That's what most people are not achieving um, in uh, the breaking of cycles and patterns in their Thanksgiving dynamics that are inevitably similar to yours. Cause they are, yeah. but that's a little bit of a unique thing to do that can probably gives them something to notice instead of something to be mad about. But you know, if they can, what, what does he mean? Like, it's basically like saying the thing nobody will say and not fixing yeah. it. Like, that gives people right. a chance. If you can say the thing that nobody will say in this environment and not try to blame or fix, then it's like they might, that might do something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, maybe. You know, yeah. you won't be in control of it. But well, they it, still resent know. me for it, though. They resent me. Oh, oh yeah. Thinks, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He thinks nobody, he knows. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why he, nobody he says him, things you know. because they don't want, the whole point is we don't want anybody to say this thing that is obvious. Yeah. And so whoever says it is the asshole. It, that's well, the asshole, you know. And so, But normally right. it, it only comes when it's forced out in a fight, in which case you can't help but be defensive, which makes them not have to deal with what you say. Yeah. If you can leave them cliffhanging like that, it, maybe it will. The, the funniest thing is just my, I mean, my dad. This is, I, I was right. I wrote this one down. This is so funny. Because uh, you know Greer, you know the restaurants. You know the Greek restaurant by Fuddruckers in Greer. Do you know that restaurant? We I've eaten there with you before. Do you know what it's called? Mythos. Yeah, no. What's it called? My dad said it seventeen times. You tried Mythos? Mythos. Mythos is <laughs> so good. He uh, said I get that Greek yeah. potatoes and stuff. Oh my god! No, he just kept talking about Mythos, and he would call me all the people at his job. He, he couldn't, you know. I mean, and he's so worried about quitting his job, like he. All he can talk, this is uh, no joke. I'm with my dad for about two and a half days. And our, all of our conversations are how hard he works that no one else could do it. Always implying like I couldn't do it. And, and you know, that, you know, Toby, it'd be, you know, and, and then after he says it for a while, he'll say stuff like, I, I couldn't do your job either. And it'd be hard that, that traveling and stuff like, but he's, but it's like a lower thing, but yeah. he doesn't understand that. Like he made some dumb decisions and he could have done more, but instead he just works his fingers to the bone in a way but even that is still it's like this boasting him and my mom both have to boast or lie to make themselves feel better because they know that their life's winding down and they kind of blew it and that makes me the most sad and that's what i see with my brother too my brother's early 40s and his wife's his life is winding down and he just makes bad decisions and thinks he's stuck and he can't get out and he makes his plan of getting out is dumb and not it's, it's just not even 
thought through it all. He he could even come up with better, but it's just easier for him to go. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of. Yeah. It's easier for them to say they're stuck, so they can just yes. do whatever they want to do. Yes. You know yeah, what I mean? that th- they need narratives and stories that can maintain things as they are, as yes. they have them. And so the right. stories and systems are balanced in a way where everybody can accept that yeah. from each other, you know? Yeah. And but they but it depends on nobody bursting the bubble or pointing out the bad, flawed yeah. plans that of course are flawed and everybody knows why. Yeah. But you not not saying that is very important if you want to maintain homeostasis in a system. Uh the funniest thing that happens is my brother's yelling at me. And so my brother bought a house with, uh, his, his girlfriend that, uh, they bought together and got a great deal on it and it's going up in value and it could be a really good investment, but, um, he also, they broke up. He didn't, (laughs) this is how he found out they, they were breaking up is that she got engaged to another person. <laughs> and I'm the one that told him. I said, hey, I saw her Instagram, and she's engaged to another person. He's like, oh, huh. And he just, you know. But so I'm talking to him about uh, I was like, man, you got to. I said, I was like, it seems like you could, you know, take a home equity line out on this or fix it, you know, or maybe you could just buy her out. What, you know, couldn't you? I said, have you talked to her about just buying her out? I mean, she's married to another person. And then he goes on to say how, also, her name is on his bank account. So at any moment, if she wanted to, she could take all the money out of his bank account and there's nothing he could do about it, right? He has not gone to the bank to take her name off of it. Uh-huh. Also, his phone is in her name and that, that pain, like, and like her daughter or something. Uh, what else? The car and the car insurance, they're still all in this, each other's names. All these things, right? And I'm like, man, I said, Gear, you get, I said, I said, you should just do one thing a week. I said, take it. Easy. I know this is all overwhelming. You're starting a new job. All stuff. I said, just maybe go to this week or come in, just go to the bank, get her name off your bank account. And then you'll feel accomplished. It'll be, and then he's just getting mad, mad at me. And I'm not realizing. And then he's yelling at me uh-huh. and he goes, uh, you don't understand anything. You know, you don't know what it's uh, like with her. And, and, uh, I, and he said, I said, uh, he said, you know, she's not going to do that. And, uh, and, um, I said, Gary, but I mean, y'all aren't together. I mean, she's your, your girlfriend and you've broken. Up. He's like, that's what y'all said. I never called her my girlfriend. She was never my girlfriend. I said, Gary, what <laughs> other friend do you move in with, have sex with, and put everything in each other's name? <laughs> you can at least, I said, that's causing you mental trouble you say, if you, you said can't that admit at the, the truth. At the dinner table during the No, dinner? at the pool in front of <laughs> everybody. Okay. Okay. I was like, what other human? <laughs> I said, What's, what other buddy do you have? It, it's, you, they're on your bank account? That's your girlfriend. You can admit it. It's okay. You, what do you, what's the thing? Oh, you know what? You're right. She never was your girl. What are you trying to win there? I said, and all that stuff's causing you serious mental issues. And he just can't. And I, and I, and then, and I, I know that I'm talking loud at this point. And I, even though, even if I'm saying things that are close to accurate, there's no discussion. And I was like, oh, this, it just doesn't matter. I w- I'm never going to tell him another single thing. It doesn't matter. He's perpetually going to be like this. And I, I mean, I told him, I was like, I mean, I, I told my mom this. I was like, I mean, my brother is all three of them live completely alone and have real mental issues and definitely struggle with some forms of depression. Uh, I mean, I looked it up. I was trying to figure out what the actual clinical term would be for this. And the closest one I could find is sociopathic lying. 
uh, uh, and it is lying sometimes just for lying sake. And there's like no remorse or connection to it, or it, it's very, I mean, y'all have to read up on it. I, I don't have everything in front of me right now. And if, if all, and then depression, anxiety, uh, obs, uh obsessive compulsive, I mean, all kinds of things that they have. And, uh, and so I can't just go, Oh yeah, that's just them. And I'm, I'm over here. Okay. Like I know that I have a, all this fucked up shit too. Yeah, it's just, well, you're one I mean, of them. You said that, right. You're one of the four of them. Yes. Right. Yep. So, I mean, it, this, this group of four has all these issues and I'm the only one that will ever really say anything real. And as soon as I say anything real, it hit whatever nerves it hits them. No, and they all get mad and they all don't want to talk to me. And they all, then they all go to each other and talk. I mean, they all talk bad about me behind my back a lot. They, yeah. Yeah. But you, you don't have a great perspective on it, but it's not, it's really interesting because you, your unwillingness to not tell the truth is the, you know, your inability to not tell the truth is one way to say it costs you in being included in that unhealthy yeah. system. Yeah. That is the price you pay and it looks ugly what happens, but also it must be most painful that you see yourself in them that you know that they could choose otherwise also. Yeah. So but they are participating. Well they're not they they're not functional together either. Like they don't no, even they're no. not it's not yeah. like they're functional without you was is the really and that's they all, the part they that's all gone can't wrong. stand each other either. Yeah, that's right. the real truth of it. They all talk right. bad about each other too. But nonetheless, they all see you as the successful one, <laughs> and that is what they—that is what they're—they're they're mainly expressing to you that they know that you're. Yeah, yeah, we know you. We know you are better than us, or you have a family, or you can maintain things, or you can tell the truth, or you can work on your mental health. But you don't know what it's really like to be me, right. or you, because we can't. So we know you're successful. We know you just sing and people give you money. We know that you can do all that stuff. But fuck off, telling me right. what you know. Yeah, but yeah, that I mean, doesn't feel like they're telling you how that they, they know how successful you are. Okay. Like that's what they, I, I think they have some of that feeling, but that's only in relation to, you know, like they have the narratives they have to have to get by. Yeah. And they barely do. I it's mean, really funny too, though. Like as far as success goes, I know our band is big in the world and, and you know, I, I've had uh, the, the most minuscule amount of fame or something like, but I mean, I'm 45, I'm still in a band. I do a podcast. I mean, it's not like my, my life is so, uh, you know, that all I did was I was like, Oh, well, if I do what they do, it's going to be bad for me. And so I just didn't, I wasn't going to settle for that. I just, I mean, that's why I couldn't, I mean, now I know like every time I go back to Greer or whatever, it, I mean, there's a bit of it that feels like home, but it just doesn't, I can't probably live there anymore. It's bizarre that I live in Illinois now and I like it better and it feels like home more or something like that. It's, it's really crazy. Yeah. So, but all three of them are so frustrating, but all three of them don't need a million labels either. In my opinion, like you're not going to get anywhere by figuring out all the, those things. Those are all just ways that like implications of them upholding whatever stories they're kind of in. Yeah. But they, but they're all very intense people, powerful, yeah. 
sports, you know? Oh, yeah. And so they just, they didn't have environments where they, you know, they didn't get to find environments where they could, you know, they couldn't, they probably had similar problems. They, you know what I mean? They probably had similar problems to you in the environments they grew up in and couldn't, you know, never had, uh, you know, they just had to figure out ways to manage I guess it, it's so crazy but, too, though. Being like, higher intensity, more powerful, talented, smarter people, able to manipulate others more—like they have these skills. How are they not going to use that, them? That's what I'm saying. That, yeah, for, I mean, my my dad and brother are good-looking men, and I mean they are good. My brother's a good-looking dude. He's smart. He's funny. I mean, he can do a lot. That's what I'm saying. Like none, none of this is like. They're not like dumb rednecks. No, no. They you know but they I mean? can't like that, just chill, which is all they'd have right, to do. Right. Is just chill, but they cannot. They're not going to be able to do that. They can only see their weaknesses if they refer to them. If anybody else does, they get extremely upset. Mm-hmm. Like they, they only think you're making fun of them or you, you're talking down to them. That's it. Like my dad has said a million times in his life, even the people that's worried. He's like, yeah, all these people came, uh, moved in because this company got bought out by another company and they came from Wisconsin. Where he was like. Man, they got all these degrees, and man, they they use big words. I I never said in my life, but I can outwork every single one of them. They they come to me when is that you know I'm just like what what are you talking about here? Like, what are we talking about? Why is it's it a always simple story that he tells yeah, himself? Everybody but. in their life always is the problem or always has problems. They don't ever talk, you know. I mean, and, or they talk about themselves like uh, it's a broken arm or something. Like my dad will mention some stuff mentally. My brother, my mom, maybe a little bit, but it's just, I mean, they can't really go there with themselves they just see the world and part of it's because they all live alone and they don't have oh, yeah. anybody to challenge them and so then when somebody yeah. does challenge them they just you know they just can't so yeah know. but you can't you just were born i mean i don't think they have the same problem you do but you have a problem where you can't not tell the truth <laughs> without a, like it or you have to suppress it in a way that comes at a great cost to you my problem i've been realizing too though is what i feel is the truth might might be the truth but i i don't need to express it the way that i express it like like if if something is bothering me like i'll just go over stuff in my head that like between me and my wife or me and the kids or me and my parents my me and my brother i'll go over all the stuff and i can work it out to where what i'm saying is is true and not mean or or whatever but i think the way that i present information and then the attach the emotional attachment to it, like I'm wounded by it or this this hurts, so I'm going to tell you about it. That's something I need to hold back a little bit because I I I can really tap into my emotions. Me, my brother, and my dad all tap into our emotions and then express that way. My mom is way less that way, which I always thought it was opposite, but now I realize it's not. She only uses emotion probably to get her way a little bit. You know, she's not really feeling them. like she'll send me all these things about God and or these lovely poems that she finds or whatever. But I, I'm just like she is looking at that poem like, oh, this must be it's almost like a, a, a coping mechanism that like a person with autism would use like, oh, this means mm-hmm. emotional. So I, I'm going to in this group of people use mm-hmm. this. My mom does that, but I don't think yeah. she, she didn't have autism, but she has something there where she goes, oh, I'll send a beautiful poem about Jesus because that's about God and love. And this might make somebody feel good, but I don't know if she really feels it, but she wants to maybe, but I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's strange. Like she, there's something that isn't there. And what's really crazy is anybody 
if you went to dinner with any of them, you would have a hell of a good time. Yeah, my dad, well, can't, can't stop I talked to my brother, my mom. I mean, they're all charming and funny and cool. I mean, that's the thing. Like, just the closer you get, the darker it gets. Yeah, I said it's just exactly that perfect area right there where I, it's just a perfect opportunity to point out the danger of labels the way I see it because you know your mom super good, and it would it's very easy to first label a certain behavior of hers as either sociopathic or autistic and that and they are very different well, and they not, can they can appear to be the same very simple you know what i mean like that in itself yeah. is like oh man if you get that wrong right. and this is somebody you and, and not that those labels even matter it's not that they right. need to be put on at all but it, that's a funny i wasn't point. saying she's autistic no I'm, well I'm, I'm just saying i'm just saying like, i i understand how a person with autism you, Goes, oh, wait, if you yes. tell this a joke like this, people laugh, and now I can yes. feel more comfortable. And right? often, uh, an autistic person will be labeled as a sociopathic person when it couldn't be farther that's from the truth. Yeah, and yeah, that's, that's horrifically, because that shows yeah. up the same. It shows up exactly like you're saying. Yeah. In both cases. Right. But they're not the same. They no. are not no, the same. No, I know. I know. You I'm know. saying. But they I'm can be mismatched. The they can be. Coping. They can be interchanged. That's from somebody's point of view to bad effects. So anybody who's different than normal people, like your mom, her brain ain't normal. At some level, that's probably deep, and not not in any negative way. She's a unique, special mind. Powerful period. Brain. And then I'm she not even saying a, she's sociopathic. No, I'm I, saying that, no, I, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But she's a special, powerful mind born into some environment that then, you know, uh, shaped that a lot, and now it looks a crazy, powerful way. That's you know, that's non-standard. <laughs> I, I mean, I just think that being a woman growing up, you know, she was a kid in the '60s. And, you know, she's born in 56 from 56 to whenever she met dad in the seventies, she just realized if you want, if you want anything, you're going to have to be a little bit more ruthless. You have to be, use your mind and your body and everything, and you can get more of what you want. And, you know, that's, so I think her environment made her that way. I do yeah. believe that. Like if you take a certain her, her mind, be way a different environment had been a that's, male, for example, growing up in the middle of nowhere, South or Carolina. born in 2018. Or right. uh, yep. whatever, anything, yeah, totally. So, but it's a that's a she's a problem solver. You know, she yeah. finds problem, but what pr problems she's attracted to and her methods of solving them are quite unconventional. Yeah. Anyway, shit. Happy uh, Cyber Monday, everybody. <laughs> yeah, get that shopping going. Twenty five percent off. Make you feel better. Mary Supply. You better go there for Cyber Monday. You feel ends. better. <laughs> See y'all later.